The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. You're saying you've been a bachelor for how long? All week? Half the week? Since um, Thursday. You've been living large? Living large, playing pickleball. Pickleball, doing... Visiting my mom. Doing your thing? Eating lunch with 80-year-olds. It's been great. Anything else fun? Yeah, listen to a lot of um, good music and and then thinking about Tori and just thinking of him saying, hit it, Tori. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 146. 146, as in... The 146th all-time winner on the NASCAR North American Stock Car Circuit. Would okay. you like to know who that is? Buddy Buddy, somebody? It's not Buddy Baker. He was too good. It is well, Richard Brickhouse. Oh, well, that's a good name. <laughs> so uh, Dick Brickhouse, he's 82 years old. It's a brick. House. He's mighty, mighty. Uh, by the way. Yes. Why he's famous? He won the inaugural Talladega 500 in 1969 because most of the good racers, they boycotted because of concerns about tire wear with the high rate of speed at the racetrack. Really? Really? So Ricky Bobby, he raced at Talladega. Dick oh. Brickhouse. Go to NASCAR. Go. go to NASCAR today. Well, I went there. We, 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 this is a, that's a very. We, I don't think that's the first time we talked about NASCAR on the podcast, is it? Maybe not. It could be. Laura, would please, please check that. Neil, today in history. What happened today? In history? You know what? When I look at these today in history yeah. things, usually it's. 98% really depressing things. Oh, no. Because Well, because they always document things that happened in wars. And sure, sure, sure. So maybe sometime in the future, I'm going to do an all-downer day in history. Okay. <laughs> okay. And is that today? <laughs> no. Neil, today in 1937. 1937, right? right. A lot of things are happening. A lot going on. The Appalachian Trail is formally completed, traversing 2,000 miles, 14 states from Georgia Uh up to Maine. Have you ever been on the Appalachian Trail? It's part in Maryland, sure. Haven't you? Uh, Yeah, we've been on that. I don't know if I have or not. Goes goes right through a uh, uh, Boonesboro and that that whole section. Uh, right I there. may have been. I've never done any uh, hiking. Hiking. Oh, at least I. We're. I mean, we're intentionally. Kind of, we're kind of like novice hikers. We like to go out and, and you know, we, oh. we we have like kind of um we have Columbia hiking boots. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I do not have hiking boots. So well, the hiking you got me shoes. There. You know, they're nice. Maybe I, I mean, and you know what? They might look nice with a pair of jeans, also. Just just my. <laughs> you fill out a pair of jeans nicely. I'm thinking maybe we should do some podcasts from the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, what you, do you think? Yeah, we could. Uh, friends of ours have, have have hiked it and camped on it. You could do that. So we could camping and hiking. That's where I was going. We camp. My favorite sister-in-law, Laura, her yeah. husband, Jarrett. Yeah. he's hiked the Appalachian Trail. Has he's he camped it. on it? Yes, of course. Yeah. Big into it. By the way, Neil, in 1984. Oh, oh, this is right in your wheelhouse again. IBM releases PC DOS version 3.0. Oh. You remember the 3.0? Oh, how, sure. how, what an improvement it was Backslash, over 2.0. Yes, and uh, <laughs> DOS put beeper, pick beeper, uh-huh. word, run word. I, I really, I can, I, I probably could still do Never it. Never ever type in delete star dot star. Doesn't that wipe out everything? <laughs> I, I don't, I really, I've, I've lost track of DOS. Wow. <laughs> 
1994, yeah. Space Telescope Hubble, which has been right. replaced by right. the James Webb. Right. But the Hubble <clears throat> first photographs Uranus with rings. <laughs> has the new one got the Uranus? Has it? Has it has uh, it I'm sure it's found the rings and everything that's in it. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the new pictures? Yeah, they're amazing. I mean, the pictures of, you know, what would be unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, the ring around Uranus? How clear would that picture be? Unbelievable. Uranus. Neil, today in music history. Sure, Scott. Today in music history, in 1976. Nin- oh, the bicentennial of our USA. Oh, yeah, but I'm going, I'm going over to, on, the, on the other side of the pond. Oh, <laughs> you, you tease. Funded by a 400-pound loan. So It Goes by Niccolo became the first record released by Stiff on Stiff Records. The label's marketing and advertising was often provocative and witty, billing itself as the world's most flexible record label. Other slogans were, we came, we saw, we left, and if it ain't stiff, it ain't worth a Now, so why is this important, Stiff Records? Yeah, that's that's where I'm going, (laughs) yes. Okay. Established at the outset of the punk rock boom, Stiff signed various punk rock and new acts such as Niccolo, The Damned, Lena Lovitch, Reckless Eric, Elvis Costello, Ian Dury, The Blockheads, and Devo. So this is, this was, this was. Okay, so that record label signed all those people. Okay. And they did, they went out on tour, did all sorts of great, and then even in in, in the, uh, in the 80s, had some commercial success with Madness and uh, and the pro- the Our Pokes. house, yes, yeah. So Stiff Records, and this is really this was Nicola and Elvis Costello where everything started coming so, together. So when they did these musical tours, it's yeah. kind of like in that thing yeah. you do the Playtone exactly, yes. Stable of Stars oh, they touring were, fairs. It was this, this Stiff Records was very very important to me back in the day. Very nice, yeah. I like that a lot. Yes. And that's today. And, and by the way, so it history. goes. So it goes is a great song. By the way. <laughs> Ah, you don't know I, I feel like I should. You, you, I've heard it. You, If you heard it, I say you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know it. All right, Neil. Yes. OC Bummer's softball update. This past week, we had a double header with another arch nemesis. I think every team is our arch nemesis, Not aren't they? Every team. More, more, some more than others, but you may continue. But we played chemistry in a double header, and we won both of the games. Swept now, the, the double header. Now, listen. The first game, we were ahead the entire time. The second game, we were ahead. We got behind. We came back and won it. And I want to give a shout out to the three J's. The three J's. The the new law firm. Jurgen, Jackson, and Josh. It was great. Josh came back. You know, by the way, that that made it strung up the middle. Josh, Josh, Jurgen was pitching. Josh was playing shortstop. And Jackson was playing uh, left Left center field. Right? What do you want to do? And I was playing second. You want to be strung up the middle. (laughs) But Jurgen hadn't played in a while, and he pitched. Yes. Thank goodness, so I could play my my position. Oh, you, first you, base you look so I happy! Win. You look so happy. At first I am base. so happy. Are you going to bring out your first base club again? Oh, I should. I could. Yes, could you, I will. Why don't you get it home and oil it tonight? Oh, yes, I. Honey, will. I'm oiling the glove. <laughs> and then it was the bomber debut of Jurgen's son Jackson. Jackson right, right. Looked great. Ah, he's yes. played baseball throughout high school. He's going to the University of Maryland. Good looking boy. Looks like oh. look like his mother's era. Yeah, much better looking than Jurgen. Uh-huh. So. Two yeah, wins. It was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. Loved out there. It. We looked like a baseball, a softball team out there. I we did. Hitting cutoffs, great. you know, not you know, minimizing errors. It was nice. Know what it to do. It was great. It was awesome. We loved yeah, it. it. So that's fun. our OC Bomber softball update. Neil, this also just in from the news desk. What's happening? One of our favorite people, Joey Chestnut, sets another world record. Really? I mean, I, I missed that. What? How did I miss that? Just weeks after winning the fifteenth Nathan's hot dog eating contest, oh, yeah. Joey Chestnut is at it again. He ate forty-four 
Raising Cane's chicken fingers in five minutes. Setting a new world record. 44 in five minutes. It was on National Chicken Finger Day back in July. Oh, sure. And this was at Raising Cane's location on Las Vegas. I've never heard of Raising Cane's chicken. Have you? I don't know. Apparently, they're famous for their sauces, which Joey used a lot of uh-huh. those in this. Now, did he wet them, or did you know what, this, what you know his he, technique? He he did wet some of them with uh-huh. it, yeah. Um, but even after the five minutes expired, he kept on eating these chicken fingers. What's wrong with this guy? That's here? how good <laughs> they are. This guy is really dedicated to his stat. But he plans on coming back in the future Scruff- to break that record. Scruffy, can we get him on the podcast? I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> Ah, oh, so that's it. That's uh, that's oh in the news. Oh, my God. 45. Neil, let's get on to uh, today's topic. Oh, what do you excited. say? Very excited. This is excited. It's uh, music themed. Yeah. It is. The listeners love this. It's back. Do they? <laughs> the Mount Rushmores. Okay, uh-huh. we're going to do a Mount Rushmore of car songs. Ooh. So Neil and I had a discussion about this. I went through. You what, are so nervous, aren't you? What car songs are? It's not about roads or highways. It's about cars, and you know, trucks may or may not be involved, but cars, cars should be about cars, not songs that we like while we drive cars. No, the song is about a car, a car. An automobile, not songs by the group, oh the cars. God. So, did you rehearse this bit before? Like, oh, you told me this on Friday. <laughs> I have it written down here, and I read it word for word per Scruffy's direction. <laughs> All right. Well, I, th- I think I did okay. We talk about these Mount Rushmores over- Oh, we love it. Right. We but like it. different topics. And, and, yeah. I, and you said, I said, sure, right? Mm-hmm. But then I th- I forget about these things. And then I look what's happening in the week. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it now, right? So then we talked on Friday, and then I've been thinking about you, it. You were kind of like, yeah, I'm not sure. Let <sighs> me think about it. And then, and then light bulb. I had the best weekend with this. Saturday morning, I got a text. It's like I've got three, fourth one coming soon. I'm like, great! All right, so I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm, I'm this, 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 this has got juices going like you wouldn't believe. Well, you sound fired up, so why don't you take the first one? Sir? Really? Or, or do you want me to go? I'll go. Okay. All right. The first one. Um, now I know you'll. You know, I'm thinking a lot of the car songs out of the 50s and 60s. Those sure. Are, that's, Absol- that's that's there were a lot of songs. Those are the wheelhouses there, right? Absolutely. That, right? Yes. Okay, but this one is from the from the night from the 1960s from 19, 1964, and it's from Chuck Berry, and is no particular place to go. Oh, that's a good one. So this was released as a single by by Chess Records in May of 1964. Now this was kind of the resurrection of of, of uh, Chuck Berry because he was in jail. Did you do you know the story? Uh, wasn't it for underage uh, in dalliances? De- December 1959, he was arrested under the Mann Act after allegations that he had relations with a 14-year-old whom he had transported across state lines to work as a hat check girl at his club. Oh. So, Chuck, Chuck, come so on. So after two weeks, I mean, it cost him $5,000, and he, had, he, he got... He, in 1960, he got five years. Then, then, then he appealed it because he thought it was um, it was prejudice, right? And then, sure. Bottom line is, he, he did a year and a half. He got out in 1963. So I and, and they came out and he did and he did these. He came out with this new resurrection song with no particular place to go. Nadine, the song you never you never can tell. That's oh yeah, uh, that's a good promised one. land. So all those yeah. all these he came out of jail. And he did all these great songs after that. Now the, qu- the question I do have, we'll get back to the song in a second. Well, well the question I have: Why is there no Chuck Berry biopic yet? Right, th- there was just the uh, the movie. What was that? Right, hail, so, hail, rock and roll. Yeah, what's so, what's right, a documentary? In so the if 80s, nobody's going to do but, it, 
OCB Productions can do it. You ready for this? Oh, I would love that. Okay. Do you think we could have Andre do it? I, th- I, I mean, we've seen his artistic side, right? When he, he, could, <laughs> he can do anything. That young man is smart. He, right, he can do whatever. Let, he let's puts script his it up. We'll get, I mean, we'll get some production. We'll, you know, we, we could talk to Larry. We'll see if we get some money out of back behind it. Let's get it going. All right. Anyway, back, back to the song. So the song, I'm familiar with it from right, so, George Thorogood yes, and the Delaware that, Destroyers. That, that was in 1994. So let me tell you about the song. The song is a comical four-verse story. In the first verse, the narrator is riding in his car as he as his girlfriend drives and they kiss in the second they start to cuddle and drive slow in the third they decide to park and take a walk but are unable to release a seatbelt. in the last verse they drive mm-hmm. home defeated by this the said intractable seatbelt. for the safety belt that wouldn't budge now once again ironic from right out of jail i'll just leave it maybe, at that yeah, <laughs> maybe a little too pointed maybe a little too on the nose there chuck anyway but- Great song, love it, Very good and I, I know the George Thorogood part. So yes, that's number one. So thank you. That's my homage to the fifties and sixties. Love songs. that. That right. that's a great song, Neil. I'm going to stay in the sixties. Okay. Which I think uh, I told you you could probably guess two or three of mine, but I, my- I, I didn't think I didn't think about you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever does. <laughs> I told you, I was jazzed with this. You may continue. My first song is from the 1964 album Shut Down Volume 2 by the Beach Boys. It is Fun, Fun, Fun. So this was released as a single in February 1964. It peaked at number five, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Mike Love got credit. Wow. Right? That's a wow because he always complains that he should get more credit. So What year was this? I'm sorry. 1964. That's a new, that's a, so she'll have fun, fun, fun so till her daddy to, takes her T-bird away. Right. So to our songs from 64, you may continue. The lyrics are partly inspired by events from Dennis Wilson's life, but also from a DJ in Utah where the Beach Boys were being interviewed. They heard a secretary talking uh-huh. about wanting to drive a T-bird and her daddy taking the keys away because she was reckless and going out and uh-huh. having too much fun. So all of that combined into the song. You know, they're going to the hamburger stand now. No, and bad. other fun activities. But then at the end of the song, Daddy did take the keys away. Uh-huh. But then they say, hey, w- come along with me now. We've got a lot of things to do and we'll have fun, fun, fun. fun. Cashbox. Okay. Y- you've heard of Cashbox, yeah, the, the I, musical yeah, uh, they, they, publication. They, yeah. Not as good as Frederick Magazine. Why doesn't Frederick Magazine have a music column? Maybe I could write it. Maybe Guy <laughs> Fletcher get in touch he, with Neil. He, he'd, have, he'd have a ball with my grammar. I mean... And, <laughs> Oh, my God. It's in rewrites, people. You may continue. And by the way, I heard uh, the last copy of Frederick Magazine, the yes. last issue, sold out because really? we were in it. That's what I heard. Blew off the shelves. That's what I heard. Uh, anyway, Must ca- be true. Cashbox described Fun, Fun, Fun as a contagious, steady rock beat song with a great teen arrangement. Wow. Like, what does that, what does that even mean? A great teen arrangement. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, uh, it's great. So yeah. you put that on. You're in the summer. It's great. Beach Boys on my Mount Rushmore of sibling bands. Sure. I mean, it was great. It was wonderful. Fun, fun, fun. Speaking of fun, Neil. Yes, what are we doing? Why don't we take a break and we come back. We're going to finish up our Mount Rushmore of car song. Due to an international trade agreement loophole, OCB Enterprises Inc. is proud to present the OCB Lawn Darts Backyard Game. 
OCB lawn darts are made from a space-age standard certified non-radioactive titanium-like material through a binding agreement with a quasi-self-governed territory somewhere in the Pacific Rim. Wait a minute, how is this legal? OCB lawn darts are more fun than a pack of hungry monkeys at a petting zoo. Let's see here. Hold the OCB lawn dart like this and toss gently at the target ring. Whoopsie. Mommy, mommy, I think it hit bone. Stop your whining and play with your OCB lawn darts. OCB lawn darts are so much fun, it should be illegal. But I thought it already was. OCB lawn darts are certified for use by anyone aged 3 to 103. Wow, I'm really good at this game. I love it. Call 1-800-OCB-DART to start having family fun today. OCB lawn darts should not be purposely aimed at any living biological material. I think you're pretty happy the way I always get to the beginning of the thing. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, and then I get there. Today was pretty funny when I said it twice, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. All right. No, I, I know our listeners love how you get there oh, for they, the Hit It Tory. They do? Sometimes it makes sense. Most of the time it's, what is he, what? <laughs> okay. As long as we get there, that's all I care about because that's my cue. I, I, I try to get there. All right. So uh, to- we have the 100 toilet best, best toilet jokes. jokes and number... Uh, oh, my God. There's a lot of them here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why do toddlers tickle in the bathroom fl- on the bathroom floor? Gee, Neil, I don't know. Why do toddlers tinkle on the bathroom floor? They're just little squirts. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. All right, Neil. All right. We are doing our Mount Rushmore of car songs, and it is your turn, good All sir. Right. So I told you I had some fun with this, and I've been really thinking about it, and I really kind of looked at lists that really wasn't happening, you know? Um, I get it. You Google something, I, and it's yeah, like, But what? then I started, I started thinking, and, I, and this came, popped in my head, and it just stuck, and it's like, oh, it was just brought up so much uh, juices. So it's Hot Rod Lincoln by Commander Cody and his lost planet at Planet Airman. Have you heard, ever heard yes. of that song? Yes, Hot Rod Lincoln. Yes. It's so this, kind of a talky song. So this Hot Rod Lincoln is a song by, but originally done by American songwriter Charlie Ryan, first released in 1955. It was written by, as an answer to the song Archie Shibley's 1950 hit Hot Rod Race. Hmm, okay. But Commander Cody and his lost planet Airman formed, um, they they kind of released this song in 1970, give me that my hair 71 and all you star wars fans know commander cody from the clone wars he helped obi-wan kenobi of course he did so why is this so this was a classic for me when i was growing up right i mean this was like on, on fm radios but commander cody would also play like the bars and club scenes on long island I mean, I saw him like three, and I, of I, course you did. I saw him like three or four times, in like in a five year. We just, oh, let's go see Commander Cohen. What are we doing? Did he always play this song? Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just give you a little history about the song here. You ready? Sure. The car race is described between two hot rod cars, and now it is Ford Motor A with a Lincoln motor and a Mercury. The song says the Ford's got an eight cylinders overdrive, a four barrel carburetor gear ratio and safety tubes. The narrator ends up being arrested by the police for his high-speed driving and describes his aspiration of his father who said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop, dr- quit driving that hot, hot rod, rod, rod 
Lincoln. Lincoln. By the way, it was number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 at one time. Wow, that's that's impressive. Anyway, hot, right, really, seriously. I, I hot, this was hot, a staple in FM radio for me back in the day. It's Commander Cody. And, oh, one more story about Commander Cody. Oh, remember in Revenge of the Sith no, this when he handed Obi Wan Kenobi back 2000, his lightsaber? 2010, yeah. Baltimore Rams head live. Went to go see Levon Helm. Mm-hmm. Commander Cody opened up for Levon Helm. Wow. Okay. Then he played with him. It, and I'm not, when I, I don't say this lightly, it was one of the most magical nights of music I've ever seen in my life. All right, Neil, my number two. Yes. My next song is a deep cut from one of my favorite bands of all time, the Stray Cats. It is Look at That Cadillac. I don't know if you've heard this. It's from their 1983 album, Rant and Rave with the Stray Cats, which is my favorite Stray Cats album. Okay. It features the song, She's Sexy and 17 and I Won't Stand in Your Way. So you hopefully know those. But the third track on the album is Look at That Cadillac. Okay. It's about a guy. All he wants is a Cadillac. He's working hard. He's saving up his money. He sees Cadillacs. All he wants to do is buy one because it's the finest looking car that ever rolled off the line. Yeah, Cadillacs were big, man. Now, here's here's a review of, of this album and this song. Despite his improved guitar playing, Brian Setzer was a poor songwriter and a preening panderer mythologicalizing his 50s rock with all the ignorant cynicism of a punk poser. Oh. All I got to say to that guy is... What? You, buddy. Come on. I love the Stray Cats. Yeah. I love their rockabilly. Brian says so, he's a talent from Massapequa, from Long Island. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to get me a Cadillac, too, if it's the last thing I do. It's a very deep cut. I, listen to it. I will go I listen to it. I love it. I will, I will go back and listen to it. I, I do like the Stray Cats. Maybe I'll listen to some Stray Cats this weekend, this week. All right, Neil, number three. Okay, so once again... Going back to my roots here, it's a song from 1977 from the band NRBQ. New, NRBQ. New rhythm, is a new rhythm and Blues Quartet. Riding in my car. I know this song, oh. Neil. <laughs> you gave it to me. It's on my playlist. Huh? Yes, I have this. It's I know this song. 1977. It is just, it's just pure... Ah, pure pop, pure like just power pop. It it's a just, very fun song. Oh, it's just, just unbelievable. Just riding around in my car. Oh, it's unbelievable. Anyway, NRBQ. NRBQ. Let's just talk about them for a second. They and that that that's what got me so stoked this weekend. I listened to NRBQ all weekend, and wow, <laughs> <laughs> you still love them. It was yeah, unbelievable. And it really, just really one of those once again an FM staple back in the day. They played nobody made no big hits, nothing big on right. But but they were always played in the radio with when I was listening to it, and just um, I don't. I went back and looked. This weekend, there's not there's not like one album that I could pick, so I just played their songs, and I was up to like 50 songs. Like this, I oh my god, it was so good. Oh, I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> anyway, "Ride in My is Car" a, is a great song. I would recommend is. people go 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 to go listen to NRBQ. There's a gr- great great band. By by, by the way, like they were, by Keith Richards once said that they're the greatest bar band in, in ever ever. So I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he said. Greatest bar band ever. Okay, <clears> so that's NRBQ riding in my car. All right, Neil, my number three was released in 1983, and it is Little Red Corvette by Prince. Little Red Corvette. It was the second single off the album, 1999. And at that time, Little Red Corvette was Prince's highest charting 
single. Yeah. He reached the top ten, peaking at number six. On this would have been my this would have this would have been my, my introduction to Prince. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. And I remember <clears throat> at somebody's party at their house because I grew up in the country, didn't have cable, sure, didn't sure. have MTV. Right, sure. Prince video came on. Everybody stopped and said, "Oh, look at this! Watch this!" So the song Prince Rogers Nelson. Okay uses several automobile metaphors and recalls a one-night stand with a beautiful, promiscuous woman. And the background vocals were by Lisa Coleman and Des Dickerson from The Uh, Revolution. uh. The song has a rated E for explicit on the streaming service Spotify Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, a little naughty, like they said, one-night stand, promiscuous. But here you go. For a little cred. Okay. The Rolling Stone magazine that you like so much. Ranked Little Red Corvette number 108 on its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Really? 108? 108. Remember that number. (laughs) Okay, I'll circle it right there. Prince, Little Red Corvette. All right. Neil, let's bring it home. The fourth on our Mount Rushmore. All right. So this song is by Roadrunner by Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers. Me, me. So let me just before the, this this song. So wait, the song is Roadrunner. That's the name of the song. Roadrunner. Now okay. this song has the beep, beep. has the greatest beginning of, of of the whole song is great beginning and end. But let me I I have to I'm gonna sing the beginning to you. Ready? Okay. I don't I don't think we'll have any copyright issues because I'm singing it. <laughs> One two three four five six. Roadrunner, Roadrunner, going fast at miles an hour, gonna drive past the stop and shop with the radio on. Okay, so nice. Now that I got got that okay, out of my system, it doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> okay, Roadrunner is a song written by Jonathan Richmond and recorded in various versions by Richmond and the, his band, and and most with with modern lovers. So this is the thing about it. like when I was let me just talk about this. I was looking for the a version. Apparently, there's like five or six versions. That he recorded over the time because it was like his number one song, and he just got a lot, a lot of. Uh, <laughs> okay, so he needed money and different versions. But the original royalties. was recorded with John Cale. Now, do you know who John Cale is? No. John Cale is the a member of the Velvet Underground, which one of the okay. most biggest post punk song uh, bands ever. You know, they, they were foundational, right? And then the, the version that was that was released as a single, the one that I knew was of 1976. That's the okay. one. That's where I got kind of got kind of hold of it. Okay. Um, you t- you mentioned Rolling Stone. What number was um 108? 108. Rolling Little Stone ranked 108. It, number 274 on the list of the 500 greatest songs of all time in 2004. Then in 1977 and in 1920 2021, it became number 77. Wow, that's a big jump. Almost 200 okay. points. Or- so this song is considered a rock and roll standard, a garage ba- garage band classic, and a proto punk anthem. I mean, it is just pure energy, and once you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh, yeah, I got to listen to this once we're done recording because I I, I have no recall on this." Oh, just it's poor. Anyway, should I know this? You might not. I don't. Yes, you should know it. <laughs> well, <laughs> but growing up on top forty music, should I? Have you, heard it, this? It, it's been in music. It's been in videos. It's been, yeah, been in movies okay. and TVs. It's it's really just a, it's when I I thought about the song. It's really about him. It's about the car driving on route um in the Massachusetts um highway. The same freedom trail as Paul Revere. Oh, very nice. Oh, it is just it's beautiful. Oh, okay. it's so much energy. All right, I'll stop talking about it. Roadrunner. All right, Neil. Here's my number four. My number four. I think you can guess it, Neil. I can. Okay, here it is. <laughs> It's Greased Lightning from the musical Grease. 
Okay. Uh, the fr- is that about, oh, that is about a car. The, the, yeah. The, the stage, uh, the musical started in 71, but the one I'm more familiar with is from the 1978 movie starring John Travolta and now the late Olivia Newton-John. Oh, right. by, the, by, yeah. by the way, um, very sad Olivia Newton-John. Um, my, I have my pickleball game on Tuesday. Yeah. She died the day before. Uh, one of my pickleball play- – well, I didn't know the guy. This guy, Dan, said, um, do you mind if we play a little tribute to Olivia Newton-John? He put his his boom box on with Olivia Newton-John. We played pickleball to Olivia Newton-John oh, that on is Tuesday amazing. morning. I wish I could have been there for that. <laughs> and during Let's Get Physical. Ooh. I mean, everybody was doing it on the court. It was great. <laughs> All right, you may continue with Grease Lightning. I'm sorry. All right, Grease Lightning. Uh, the soundtrack recording from the film version, John Travolta sang lead. It peaked at number 47. Wow. It's a slightly modified 12-bar blues inspired by the 1959 single White Lightning by the Big Bopper. Ooh, White Lightning. Is all the songs go like that? Yeah, he does that number. <laughs> Hello, baby. <laughs> Okay, so what happens in the movie is Kanicki, remember, yeah, Kanicki, uh, Kanicki yes. he purchases a used car yes. and then the T-Birds fix it up in shop <clears throat> class. There's a big dance number. Yeah. In the film, it ends with John Travolta with a big thing of glad wrap running around the car, which I think is one of the biggest W2TH moments in film <laughs> history. Why does he have glad wrap? Why does he have to take it around the car? I don't get it. I don't understand. Okay, so the song has several unairable profanities of a sexual nature throughout the song. And you know it. If you know the song, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know the song. (laughs) That's possibly why it prevented from reaching the top 40. Because of some of the... Well, I mean, uh, Grease is very suggestive, by the way. It is. But when you're 10 uh, years old, it uh, goes over your head. uh In the original (laughs) musical on stage... I saw, I've, which I've seen on stage, by the way, in Broadway. Konecki sings the song, but in the film, if you got John Travolta, yeah, you, yeah of course you go. John Travolta outweighs Jeff Conway in every way, so you're going <laughs> to let John sing the song. And uh, listen, when they play Grease Lightning at weddings or dances, it's always fun. Come on, right? Yes, I don't know how to do the dance. <laughs> So, yes, it is fun. Grease Lightning is supreme. It's right in Linda's wheelhouse, your wheels. I get it. I love it. Now, Neil. Yes. We are going to do, like we do, songs in consideration. I'm going to throw out a bunch that came up in my search. And we're going to say yes or no. Okay. Okay. And then we'll get the bell or the buzzer. Okay. Drive My Car by The Beatles. Yes. Yes, that's a good song. I Can't Drive 55 by Sammy Hagar. Okay. I like it. Cars by Gary Newman. Yeah, sure, I have that. Yeah, man, Micah. Pink Cadillac, Bruce Springsteen. Sure. Get Out of My Dreams and Get Into My Car by Billy Ocean. Get out of my Oh, dreams. yeah, I like that song. Yeah, like that's that. a great yeah, song. Billy Ocean's good, yeah. I would go see Billy Ocean in concert yeah, sure, Billy when Ocean, comes yeah, over. Solid. Yeah, that's right. Mercedes-Benz by Janis Joplin. Yeah, I got that on my list. I'd say... No, I don't like that song. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Yeah, just no. Doesn't do it for me. Fast Car, Tracy Chapman. Yeah, I like that also. I do not. I don't like sad songs. Car Wash by Rose Royce. Working at the car wash. Okay, that's once again, that's pull, I, I like that song, but that's, I don't know if it's a car song. Johnny Cash, One Piece at a Time. I don't know it. Yeah, you do. It is a 57, 59, 50, where he smuggles out pieces of a Cadillac from the plant. Okay. I know it. Yes. (laughs) I should know it. (laughs) Okay. What do you got, Neil? Taxi by Harry Chapin. You know that song? 
Uh, no. By the way. I get a buzzer for that. Harry Chapin. You know who Harry Chapin is, right? Yes. So Taxi was one of his great songs. At the, the last time was Harry, Keep the Change. So he came, in, came into the movie theater to see The Elephant Man. Dennis comes up, to go, comes up, goes up to Harry Chapin, and he came into our movie theater to see the movie. movie. Yeah. Dennis goes, Harry, keep the change from that song. It's great. So beautiful. Taxi, great. Low Rider, but Low Rider by War. Low Rider. Yep, I like it. Um, and then Mustang Sally by uh, Will. How is that a car song? Mustang Sally. It's, she's he. He is comparing Sally to a Mustang. There you go. Perfect. Wilson Pickett. And that's our Mount Rushmore. Of car songs. This was fun. Neil, uh, so now it's time to talk about cars. You know, a lot of them run on fossil fuels. Uh, Is there a car about a Prius? A car about a Prius? (laughs) A song about Prius? No. Uh, Let's talk about uh, the effects on climate change of cars, but now we're out of time. This was fun. I really like this one. I like the Mount Rushmore's. And and songs. It makes you happy. It does. You make me happy. (laughs) Oh, stop. Please stop. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Spread the word. We're on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Hi, Scotty.